Welcome to another episode of the Talking Shop Podcast. I am your co-host with the most, Josh from Grand Slam Cards, along with Michael with at Medium Rare Cards over on the the gram. Uh, Thanks for tuning in, Michael. How goes it? It goes, man. I like this Monday thing. Monday until football Football season. season. I like this Monday thing because the stuff from the weekend is still sort of fresh. It hasn't it hasn't had time to degrade. And I like Mondays because you said traditionally Mondays are pretty good. Sure. Pretty good, good, right? Uh, Yeah. Like usually, I take I try if I take a day off, I try to take Tuesday. Hmm. So. The Tuesday night podcast puts a damper on my day. <laughs> the day off. No offense, but <laughs> no. So this is this is good. Did you have a good weekend? Uh, we did. Store was store was busy. I know there's a couple card shops nearby up there in Charlotte. Card shows. Card shows. Did I say shops? Yeah, card shows. Well, there's card shops too. Yeah, there card are. Card shows. And you were at one, right? I was. So I was. Um, these these promoters. Uh, I love them both. Burke uh, with had a show in uh, close to Uptown, and James had one in Kannapolis. And I wish, for the life of me, I w- there are enough weekends out of the year. Gets years. Uh, la, 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 la. There's He's enough a- weekends in the year that you guys can sort of just co- You got to coordinate. You, you got to coordinate, guys, because I would have loved. Especially. I would have loved to be at that Charlotte show. And I know everybody at the Charlotte show would have loved to be, have been at the one in Kannapolis. I was at the one in Kannapolis. It was at a baseball stadium. Really cool. Super, super cool. I don't know if you guys saw, saw my post uh, on Instagram, but it was just a beautiful day, a beautiful morning. And to be selling baseball cards, looking at a baseball field, I don't know if it gets any better than that. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. Yeah, it was. It, was it was it busy? How was it? It was, it was very very busy. Um, it was sort of it was sort of wonky, but it worked because there was the downstairs. There were probably twenty tables downstairs, and then another uh, maybe fifty tables upstairs. You had oh. to get in an elevator to get there. So. It was okay, you know. My the saddest thing for me was I I was I, after the show started I wasn't able to go downstairs and sort of yeah peek around, but it was busy, 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 and I still I cannot believe I cannot believe that football is still king at these shows, and I'm not <laughs> talking soccer for anybody that's a, a purist out there. I'm talking American football. It yeah. is still king. Everybody. Everybody was, um, everybody was, uh, asking for oddly enough, Josh Allen. Do you have any Josh Allen? Do you have any Josh Allen? I was like looking through my, I was like looking through my, uh, like feed to see if something happened with Josh Allen or something. But I think, I think because of, uh, the challenges he's had in the playoffs, people are maybe, turning away from them a little bit and prices are suppressed, but probably. Yeah. I didn't have any Josh Allen, you know, so still football is King. Are you still seeing that in the shop? I I was about to say the same thing. It's still that same way in the shop too. baseball. Uh, we're a big baseball shop. And so baseball starts heating up, um, as the season gets close and, uh, Yeah. It's still football, but baseball is heating up. We're getting some good baseball product hitting the shelves too. Yeah, as football just keeps being delayed and delayed. Yeah, I mean baseball. Baseball was busy too, and you know I, when I first started doing these shows, I was thinking you know everybody's going to want these expensive cards, and I want these kind of showcases that people are like ooing and on, and that's great, but no one buys that stuff. and so i'm like oh gosh i have a whole bunch of slabs here that nobody wants but everybody loves looking at so what i've done is sort of changed my strategy and 
I have a few cards over $200, but everything else 200 and below and with a little bit of room to negotiate and mm-hmm. it's tended to work I, out. That's the same way. Like uh, on the eBay store, for instance, we have these great high end cards, but we sell the 10 to $50 cards just like there's All no tomorrow. Day so. long. Yep. So um, Facebook user, I'm th- thinking that's um, that's, that's, that's Jeff. Jeff, Jeff Carroll. Yes. So Jeff chime in, in the chat. Let me know if you hit the sort of numbers you wanted to hit um, during that show. I know for me um, being in the corner by the, with a great view of the field, I was just slammed all day long, all day long between looking through people's collections to see if I wanted to buy anything or trade with them. Um, I, you know, I, it was just, Really busy. I was exhausted at the end of the day, but it was fun. Really, really fun. Anthony, what's up, man? Thanks for joining us. Um, but yeah, Jeff, let me know in the chat how things were there. Josh, did you get any spillover from any of the shows? Uh, not really. No. Okay. Sometimes we do when there's a Charlotte show. We'll get we'll get some guys that are in the area, but I didn't feel it anyway. We had it. We had a pretty solid Saturday, but I didn't feel like it was a lot of spillover from the show. So. Well, um, I I just hope that this momentum keeps going. I mean, we're 30 days, less than 30 days from opening day. Uh, and this is sort of my favorite time of the year. You know, football's over, so everybody's starting to, to focus on basketball. Obviously, we're in like, uh, we're in the Tar Heel State. We're in like, you know, basketball ncaa heaven around here so march madness is coming for me as a golfer uh the masters is coming some big time golf tournaments are coming up we got the draft coming up basketball you know from what i've heard everybody is sort of feels like you know it is around the middle of the season but nobody pays attention to basketball until after the all-star game uh and now everybody's turning to that so this is a great time to be a sports fan and a great time to collect cards. So Facebook user did better than you expected. Slam most of the day and uh, happy with the outcome. Uh, Michael, am I going to Greensboro on the 18th, the 18th of March? I was not planning on it. When am I doing the 18th? I I might, I may swing by there. Um, I don't know though. Josh, are you planning to do any of these shows coming up? Well, one on the 25th we need to talk about. <clears throat> Trade yeah, we, night! <laughs> we, need to, we need to name it. In fact, let me throw that out there. So, Josh, you said, uh, you know what? Let me do the rundown, and then I want to touch on the combine because that was pretty cool. And then we'll get to Trade Night because I need uh, Josh and I need help in naming this. I want to call it. Well, let me let me do the rundown first. For you guys that are joining us for the first time, we try to keep the same format, and then right when I say that, we're sort of mixing it up. So uh, we're going to do the second half of the opening rip here in a second, where we talk about the NFL Combine and its effect on the card market. Then we are um, combining new in the shop and coming soon to into one segment because we got something really cool replacing uh coming soon um then we go to behind the counter behind the counter uh this this week we are looking at i don't know if you guys saw the thumbnail of the episode because i'm a huge back to the future yes where josh is playing marty mcfly and i play a really ugly version of doc brown um (laughs) Give me nightmares. And uh, yes, Nightmare Central. Uh, that's behind the counter. Then we're going to take a couple questions. Certainly, I've got some questions. One question that I do want to answer, JP sent me. If you guys want us to talk about or answer a question, um, that's the time to that we'll do it and throw those in the chat. Card from the vault. And then the, the new segment is Hits from the Shop, which... I cannot wait to see some of the bangers pulled in the shop. Yeah, these will be fun. And then, as usual, we finish with crazy stat of the week. But first, Josh, did you catch 
any of the, the NFL combine. Not live. I did see uh, some ESPN stuff afterwards. Um, the, the only thing that I sometimes have a hard time wrapping my brain around is how these linemen are running four, five forties. Yeah. It's just yep. insane. I'm just in, while we're talking about it, I'm I'm playing a couple things. Well, I'm not going to play that one. That one's embarrassing. I don't know who that guy is on the right, but yeah, I watched some footage. I watched uh, footage. This the footage that you're seeing on the left part of this that's a that's a quarterback from florida he's like 6'4 240 pounds and he runs a four a 444 <laughs> do you have any idea how fast that is josh um it's super fast Isn't i mean if you do a quick math that's like that's like 10 yards a second <laughs> yeah well who owns the record? It got broken the you know what a year or two ago. Um, it was Dion right or Bo? Dion had it, but it was broken the other a, a year or so ago, hmm. but just barely. Um, but it wasn't much less than that, right? It was like four two, right? Yeah. yeah. Here's another guy. These uh, Cunningham. I mean, this is this is the kind of speed you want from like wide receivers, right? Yeah. It's right? just. And so, and this guy, I mean, Will Levis, uh, he came, it looks like he came out of the womb being groomed as a quarterback, right? Yeah. It's like, there's nothing else this guy was ever meant to be except an NFL quarterback. Are you kidding me? Yeah. I mean, you look up quarterback. Built like a brick outhouse and yeah. he can, he just slings the ball and it just comes out of there. I, I do want to play uh, another combine. Uh, some other combine footage of somebody here on the right, uh, Mr. Oh boy. Oh my goodness. It's like, he's, it looks like he's about to, to his legs are just going to fall off of him. And I mean, it, it, look at these guys on the left, they've been groomed. And then you've got the goat wearing, a, a, it looks like a lineman's shirt. It's like he forgot his and they, they just, I mean, come on. Ain't it glorious and he can it's, go on to be the greatest quarterback. It's crazy. Then. You look at these athletes on the left and then you see this guy <laughs> on the right and you're like, there's no way that guy's going to end up being the GOAT. And this guy here, Rue Levis, he looks like he could just be the GOAT tomorrow. Yeah, but, it goes to show you a lot of quarterback isn't physical. It, you're right. You're right. So I'm going to, uh, I mean, I could just sit here and watch Brady just lumber around, <laughs> around these stones. I mean, to, to think that, um, you know, 23 years ago, this, this, what they were looking at was going to be the greatest quarterback that ever played. That's nuts, right? Yeah. And then on the left, we see these physical specimens that jump out of the, jump out of the gym and, um, and can bench press um, two twenty five like multiple times. But I want to ask: you look at the the combine, you look at at the footage. What sort of effect does it have on you as far as looking at cards to buy? And chat, let us know in the chat: does it affect how you guys purchase cards? You know, it doesn't for me, and and Brady's the epitome of why. And then you go back and look at some of the last few years, these guys that just put up awesome combine numbers, but it just doesn't equate to success in the NFL. So, you know, and really the smart ones, like what, Bryce Young didn't throw, right? There, You know, there's guys that are like, look, if you want to see my film, go watch my film. I'm not going to go do, have one accident at the combine and it and it slow up my, my stock price. So, right. I think guys are smart that don't do that unless they really need to market themselves. Then I think it's smart to also do it. But the guys that don't need to market themselves, man, don't, don't do it. I don't know, man. If I was an alpha, if I was one of these guys and, and I had a chance to remove all doubt of whether or not a team was going to, to pick me. Sure. I mean, it's what the legend of Brady says that he ran into Robert Kraft, right? Yeah. Sometime and just said, said, this is the smartest thing you ever did or something like that. 
Yeah, he so the 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 exact story is he introduced himself to when he met Robert Kraft and introduced him to himself and uh he said uh hi I'm Tom Brady I'm the best decision you've ever made. There you go. You know, it's like that's pretty uh pretty, <laughs> pretty telling it ended up being true. So Yeah. So is that a is that a no, a complete no on whether or not it influences what you buy? It does not. No, no. I, I got to see the, uh, the glimmer. Well, we talked about it in the pregame. It's like, uh, one of the, one of the user or listener questions, we'll talk about it, but you know, when do you buy these guys now? You know, you can get all of them fairly inexpensive now, but, uh, yeah, I just, I got to see some success first. And by that time, sometimes you're a little bit late, but it's a little bit safer. So, you know, or you yeah. a Russell Wilson like you and I did in the office. <laughs> you know, I, I'd have to look back at like film on uh, or combine film on um, Patrick Mahomes and see what people were saying about him. I heard, I heard um, Sean Payton was like gung ho. We are getting this guy. Like they had met with him and I had watched him. They had, it was all he told about it on a podcast or something, but he said, uh, we are 100% drafting this guy. He is our future quarterback. And I think the chiefs had the pick right before the saints, if I remember and literally scooped him right then. And so they had to then scramble and change, but Sean Payton saw right away that Mahomes had everything that was needed. And so, yeah. Interesting. Anytime I think about, like combine stuff and how that would translate into the NFL. You know, I think about like Jadavion Clowney who was like an alien. Right. I think mm-hmm. he ran like almost, almost as fast as that one quarterback, like, like four, six something. And he was like 300 pounds and yeah. six foot and 10 and just killing people in college. And while he's been solid, I wouldn't say that I wouldn't put him in the same sentence as like, you know, Aaron yeah. Donald or JJ Watt or anything like that. Right. Because I think what it comes down to, and I was talking to a friend about this today, you know, especially at the quarterback position, but this translates, I think you can't measure somebody's character at these combines. Yeah. You no, know, you cannot tell whether or not some kids going to, how he's going to react the first time he gets, you know, he gets pancaked or the first time somebody blows him up and, and so, you know, they have the Wonderlick test. They have all these interviews, but you you never know how somebody's going to respond to adversity until they face adversity. And so, you know, I wouldn't. I guess the, the take home message here is I wouldn't put too much. I mean, this stuff is fun to watch, but as far as spending hard earned money based on some of these numbers, I would probably shy away from that. If you if you want my honest opinion. So yeah, no. All right. Chat, let us know. Let me speak into that while Jacob is um, getting us ready for uh, new in the shop. Um, Let me catch up on chat real quick. Uh, Mackie, what's up, man? Uh, Derek Carr and the Saints. Mm. You kind of, nowadays, if you want even just a solid quarterback, you have to cough up the money because some of these teams just get desperate and they know that the the other team will pop up all the money in the world. So, I mean, could be a great Absolutely. fit. We'll see. Yep. Yep. Uh, Randy Timms, Montreal Expos legend, Tom Brady. Thank you for chiming in. Mason Cards, thank you for being here. David Horn with the hot take. Saints for idiots. Yeah. Uh, do you know my teacher? Yes, Mr. Buckley. And Mr. Buckley has some Brady cards for sale. Nice. I am going to nice. probably snag those. Sean, what's up, fellas? Mackie Clowney was from Rock Hill. He was a bust after college. Um, George, hello, hello, hello. Mason Cards, what's up, man? All right. New in the shop this week. What's, yes. what's, that? So, what's in the shelves? So let me show you a couple things that just arrived so you can see them in person. So this is in the shop already, Bowman Inception. If you like uh, those cards, those are beautiful. Allen and Ginter Chrome has arrived, so that's at the shop as well. Uh, 
this isn't brand new. I'll get to the brand new stuff in the next day or two. Sonic, Tops Chrome Sonic is in the shop as well. Um, we had Leaf Exotic Football like, what, two weeks ago? Well, Leaf Exotic Basketball is here, so that's cool. And then Wednesday, which is the day after tomorrow, I'm going to sneeze. <laughs> Please watch. I need you to edit that out. <laughs> Donruss basketball. So another, I think this is only the second product of the rookie class this year in their pro uni. So Donruss basketball it's on the website. Now, if you want to pre-buy some and have it for Wednesday, but, um, nice. and then immaculate football, some high end football is also Wednesday. And then one other cool product. Oh, Bowman's best baseball. Love Bowman's best is Wednesday. We'll sell that. Well, I got a bunch coming and, It'll be on the website and in the store for sale on Wednesday. Don't sleep on Bowman's Best. That That is one product that people sleep on. It's good looking. It's got a great mix of rookies, prospects, and veterans. Love that. And Josh, yeah, I think that just across the bottom, got a break code. Tell our tell oh. our listeners and our – you're going to have to say the number for the listeners, but tell us. Break code. Our, we're going to give away two break codes tonight. Um, each break code is good for six different people. So um, go to grandslambreaksrockhill.com. Go to your account and redeem this code. A bunch of people did it last week and used them. We've got two breaks we're filling right now, a football one and a baseball one. So that code, add it to your account and then go grab a spot in one of those breaks if you want. For our listeners, if you're listening, 938 Four two C as in Charlie. Nine thirty eight forty two C. We'll do another one in maybe like thirty minutes. So hang out and uh, grab another one. Each code can be redeemed once per person, but six different people can redeem them. So get it while it's hot, guys. Um, next week, uh, I know that uh, th- these are not be con- that these have not been confirmed, but I know that uh, Bowman University basketball is slated to come out next week. Again, that's that Bowman University product. Now they've got the logos, so I know the football product has been a smash hit. Uh, and so, um, another one is Donner's Elite Basketball. One of the, yep. one of those oh, products my- that looks great. Um, uh, the big one, obviously, is Prism Football is yep. coming out next week. Um, so uh, it'll be interesting to see with this class how it does. You know, I think Prism. It is the lowest it's been priced since COVID. Wow. Even out of the shoot, these boxes are historically pretty expensive. And I want to say they're like six or seven hundred bucks wow. this year, which is way down. So way I don't know down. if that price will will fluctuate as the day gets closer to release. Sometimes that happens, but uh, yeah, it's a little bit of, you know, rookie class affected for sure. Um, uh, Mason's asking, what's our favorite sports to collect? Everybody knows I collect one thing and that's Tom Brady. And I collect soccer. And I don't know if I'm going to keep collecting this guy, but I really like him. Jacob, but, we need the, uh, the the wrong buzzer here. Now. Um, Dansby Swanson. We'll oh, see. Oh, no, no, don't do that. You got to save that one for when I say Russell Wilson. Hit it. Um, but I, I still think Russell Wilson's a sneaky play. If... um. If I seem a little distracted, I have also pulled up on screen our first big PSA submission is on its way back from PSA. And I'm looking at grades, and so I'm getting a little sidetracked there. But um, I do have to make an announcement for some of our for some of our customers that sent cards off to grading. You can track the status, as most of you know, through the website grandslamgrading.com. You can log into your account and track the the status of your cards. We've gotten a few people messaging us today that um, they show that the cards are being returned, the status for returning, but grades haven't posted yet. And so we are working by we, I mean, my brother is working at 
scraping that information from PSA to push it out automatically to our website. So um, those grades should be to your accounts hopefully soon. Here, that's the bad news. You know, oh, they've returned and we don't have grades yet. Well, we're giving you this info a lot faster than anybody else gets it. And so you wouldn't have had this info at, any, at this time from anyone else to begin with. So that's one thing. And for a 65 business day turnaround, we're like on 30 business days. So this, this batch is coming back pretty quick. And so that's a good sign. Um, my brother's in the chat. He said those grades should be up by the morning, hopefully tonight. So he's working diligently at home to scrape that info from PSA and attach it to our website. So that'll be really cool. You'll be able to track the status of your own cards. And then um, they also, the other thing is once those cards ship from PSA, that's when grades get posted. So sometimes it shows that they're in the shipping state, but they haven't actually shipped. And so it takes a little time for those grades to post. So be patient. I know nobody, nobody ever wants to be patient with this, but um, you've got to be patient and um, Hey, we're way ahead of schedule. So that's good. Oh, and PSA damaged one card out of this during the sealing process. You guys can thank your lucky stars. It was mine as fate would have it. A Justin Herbert, red and green mosaic rookie got damaged. It was a nine. And after damage, they said it would grade a six mm. and have refunded the difference. Whoop de do. So I'm getting a damaged Herbert back and the rest of y'all's cards are perfectly fine. So nice. This is just a, uh, just an evil downside to the, human error yes and guys you know this is we're asking for a little bit of grace here just because we're, we're working out the kinks but i guarantee you the experience with what josh and his team are putting together for this grading you guys are going to love it it's it's just going to blow your blow your minds as, as far as be, being updated and um and you're right you know, PSA is sort of exceeding expectations as far as turnaround time. So everybody loves that. Um, Let me answer a couple of these questions. Yeah. Uh, George, I don't have yours pulled up, so I can't answer that yet. Um, <laughs> but like Joey said, you should have uh, those grades maybe by even by tonight. So if not, if you go to bed early, check in the morning. Uh, Mackie says, where's, well, let me do Anthony's first because he wants to apply the break code. Um, Anthony, you'll go to GrandSlamBreaksRockHill.com, the break page. Up at the top right where your account info is, you'll click the little pencil icon that's the edit button, and then there is a credits tab. So Joey posted in the comments there. Thank you, Joe. Um, and Mackie says, where's the downloadable form to fill out and send in with cards? Here's the good news, uh, Mackie. You don't have to download and fill out anything. Um, you can go to grandslamgrading.com, and there is a tab there that says create a submission and it's linked to PSA's database of cards and uh, you can fill them out automatically and then just ship them to us here. And you might put a note in the package that says I submitted them online already. So, or something like that, but thank you, George Stewart that says you guys have the best system to send out cards. It literally it's in its baby stages and it's probably the best around and it's only going to get better. So absolutely, it's pretty sweet for me when we were in the, it wasn't ready to go public yet. And I was trying to think I had submitted a ton of cards and I'm like, did I submit a Mahomes rookie? And I was like, cause I couldn't find the card. I'm like, maybe I submitted it. So <laughs> he gave me the login info. I was able to go log into my account and there's the cards that I had submitted up and there it was. So yep. awesome. Uh, awesome system that he designed. So. And Jacob is wondering, um, he's asking if we're going to be accepting submissions at trade night. Probably. Yeah. We, we tried not to the last one because we were kind of getting our feet wet with the new location, but yeah, I think we'll be ready to, that is, uh, March 25th. Are we going to talk about that now or later? We'll talk about that near the end. So oh, yeah. hang in there. Yeah. So, uh, I, I do have a sound effect that matches that matches the thumbnail let me see if i can find it Jake. here we go one of the best movies ever made best trilogy <laughs> ever made 
<laughs> Absolutely. All right. So I don't want to get I don't want to get banned by YouTube too much um, by using copyrighted music, but um, the future of cards. What do you think of that? Have you heard anything from the Tops Industry Summit? I have not yet. So if you have, I'm anxious to hear. Um, you know, I go by the vibe of kind of the the industry here, uh, local level at Grand Slam, and I, I like where I like where things are headed. Prices have come to, back to earth. Um, I will say the Fanatic slash Tops partnership. It, it seems as though, you know, and obviously they're gonna they're probably printing more, so we have to take the good with the bad. But uh, allocations and supply have been really good on Tops product, not so much on Panini, um, and maybe Fanatics can solve that issue as well. But uh, I had little since we're behind the counter. I had a rep from a distribution company tell me that the last Tops order that they had put out a pre-sale for allocated product, they were able to meet all requests hundred percent. That's almost wow. unheard. It's almost unheard of. So yeah. um, that tells me a, they're printing a lot of it and, um, but we're selling out of all of it. So there's enough to go around for everybody. And, uh, and we're seeing all ages buying it and we're seeing a ton of young customers in the shop. So another reason I think the future of the card industry is good. Go to trade night go to a card show, come to Grand Slam on Saturday. It's it's a lot of kids. Yeah. Young young boys. So, a couple of things that were highlighted at the conference and I didn't go, but I've sort of just picked this up from other content creators. Um so what we're seeing, number 1, I've never seen a car, a, a commercial for a baseball card company yeah. or a release and you know the the commercials with J Rod and the whole cooking thing and so that that's one is just the marketing money that they're putting behind this fanatics yeah they they know that they know that business they 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 know what to do there other things that are coming out of some news that are coming out of the the conference is like innovation with their products i, I personally love the fact that they have this gold mirror SSP mm -hmm. uh, in this product. I think we're, that's not going to that's not going to be the last time we see that sort of thing. But other things they've talked about with, um, like getting, uh, I think it's called meaningful moments. So they're going to release sort of an insert with like a piece of a bat from somebody's first home run. Nice. Or a piece of a base from their first hit or first stolen base. That's Something cool. that is clearly game used uh, and meaningful. Um, they also have a, they'll also have QR codes that if you pull it um, and, and it's, I guess it's going to be a, in your pack, but it's a code to where you scan it and that player has to follow you on Instagram. Oh, which, cool. <laughs> which is, you know, for some people, they couldn't care. But for a kid oh, yeah. that has an Instagram account, and then imagine, imagine pulling the Mike Trout. Oof. Yeah. And so what I'm thinking is, what's the, what's the trade value of that? You know, I have the Mike Trout redemption for him to follow you on Instagram. What's that worth? Is that worth more to a kid or is that worth more to a card shop? Or yeah, I mean, I mean, uh, that's a good point. You got to think too. Some of the young upstart, you know, guys. Well, you're not an upstart, but like to know Trout is follows at medium rare cards or something like that. That's pretty. That's pretty sweet. That is that is sweet. And, and so advantage. they are innovating, um, sort of the product offering. They've also said that they're they're going to try to do away with any sort of redemptions. Like when they release a product, that product is fully baked, not half baked to where you're waiting months and months for a redemption, but yes. it's ready to go. Hallelujah. Um, uh, Easier said than done. Because it, 
they're going to have to get a hold of for autos, but. Yeah. Uh, interesting news is, and we talked about this in pregame, Bowman draft is going to have these retrofractors in them. And in these retrofractors are going to be past players that never had the chance to get first Bowman cards. I can think of someone. And the bomb, one of the bombs that was dropped is that one of these players was who was drafted by the Expos is going to have a first Bowman and a first Bowman auto. <laughs> and this is Tom freaking Thinking Brady. Brady. I, can you imagine the chase for a first Bowman with Tom Brady's image on it? I mean, it's going to bring insane. I had a couple customers say, well, I know Josh is going to be after one of those autos. I'm like, you know how much those things are going to cost? I may be after the the the, the base chrome <laughs> for sure. But I mean, so there's going to be the initial offering, like whether it's going to be on tops.com. You've just said that allocated product has been co- coming to, to shops and pretty smoothly. But can you imagine secondary pricing yeah. for Bowman Draft? Can you imagine a Bowman Draft Sapphire auto of Tom Brady? It's I can not, just, and yeah. so they sprinkled this out, and, and Bowman Draft comes out when? December? Yeah, if, I think we looked it up the other day. The dates bounce around so much, but yeah, I think it's close to it. I mean, come on. Yeah. I mean, they, they've already seeded. They've already planted that seed. We're in, we're just in March and they, they've announced just the biggest chase in probably the history of Bowman draft. It's mm. nuts, but not to overshadow, but he is going to overshadow it. But like players like George Brett players, hall of famers that never had first Bowman cards will have retrofractor first Bowman's in Bowman draft. What I'm if, thrilled. Not like Russell Wilson is, I mean, he's not a hall of famer, so. No, but he already, he has a first Bowman. Oh, he does. Yeah, that's right. Duh. He had, he had a first Bowman. Yeah, uh, yeah. But I mean, like Babe Ruth is going to have a first Bowman retrofractor in this product. Yeah. There's going to be some other bangers in there that. It's nuts. So, um, Imagine how happy David Horn would be if Michael, Sam, or Greg Luganus followed him. <laughs> That's an inside shop joke. Inside <laughs> talk. In, they're talking shop in, in the Talking Shop podcast. Um, so another thing that they dropped is the biggest announcement. They said they teased this. The biggest announcement in a generation is coming this month. Any, any guesses on what that is? I want a hot take. Oh, golly. The White biggest... hot take. It's coming this month? This oh, month. Lord. Biggest announcement in the industry in a generation. So what's a generation? 15, 10, 15, 20 years? I mean, who's making the announcement? Tops. Man. Do you have a hot take or do you know what it is? No, you don't know what it is. You just I have no idea. Yeah. I have no idea. I mean, it's been they lost the license in 2009 for football and basketball. So that's what Yeah, that's, that's what 25 I, that's 25 years ago. That's what I was thinking it was something along those lines. That's 25. That's not 25 years ago. I can't do math. But they have to have the football license to put Right? Or are you thinking they would do it unlogoed until they can get a hold of the license? No, if they if they go ahead and take down the license, they can just go ahead and, and Yeah, go. I just thought the license wasn't taking place till the till twenty twenty five. Right. They weren't supposed to buy out tops till twenty twenty five. Okay. So I would guess that might be the announcement. That, might be it. that would be the hot take for sure. Um I'm thinking I'm thinking that um, they've worked out some sort of deal with Upper Deck. 
because Upper Deck has the it's rights awesome. to Jordan, LeBron, LeBron, yeah. Tiger Woods. I think they have worked out a deal, and you're gonna see. And look, um, the whole LeBron thing, um, and go out and try to find some of these boxes if they're out there. But Tops is releasing a McDonald's All American Chrome set, and Bronny James has an autograph in there. Hmm. So. I'm thinking, this is my hot take. Biggest announcement in a generation. I think Topps has requ- has acquired the rights to have Jordan, LeBron, and Tiger autos. That's what I'm thinking. When are they supposed to announce this? This month. They said in March. It's March. So, all right. Before we leave this and field some more questions, guys, ask some questions in the comments. Uh, let us know if you have anything you'd want us to chime in on. But if you were making this announcement, you, Josh, they're like, they, they hit you up on your IG and they said, Josh, we'd like you to, to give us some direction of where the card industry is going. What would you like to see? What sort of direction would you like to see them go in as far as the future of the hobby? Like on a minor level, like points cards need to be extra hits, not in place of hits, stuff like that. Get rid of redemptions or hire an entire department that handles redemptions and gets them all handled very, very quickly. Like if the card is not in stock, you could call up that day, talk to someone readily available and have it replaced or dealt with. I mean, like that. E- easier said than done because it all takes, you know, money for an entire department. But um, that would be a couple of small things as far as that goes. Um, I mean, the big things is they, to get pricing under control, they have to get breakers under control. And I've said from day one, they need to be really strict with who's getting this product. And, but I don't think that could ever happen because you've got too many deep pocket breakers that are accounting for too much of the product. But the reason that certain hobby boxes can be $2,000 a box, what? 1% of the population can afford that. It's because breakers can buy it and breakers can break it at that price. And so as long as breakers can buy it at 2000 a box, they'll sell it at 2000 a box. And when breakers can no longer buy it, no one else can buy it. The price has to come down. And I know the individual card prices will come down, but I still think it, it's a, a problem that solves itself. And uh, yeah, I, I don't see that being solved, but even if they could fix it a little bit, you know, there's card shops like ours that are getting very small allocations and then guys breaking out of their basement that are gobbling up all the boxes uh-huh. so that so that regular customers come into a card shop. Oh, you don't have this product. Yeah, well, we didn't get a whole lot because they sell all of the other boxes to the big online breakers. So that's what I would like to see. I, I really think it's a that would be a domino effect that would affect everything positively um, because when product gets more affordable, more people can open it and get back into it. You can still have the big chasers out there and the short prints and the one-on-ones and the super fractors and the big chasers like back in 2018. I mean, remember when they put on the Otani um, uh, Bowman super fractor, it was like uh, a $200,000 bounty, you know, and now it would be like a half a million dollar bounty. But back then it was like, 200,000 blowout was offering, I think. And all it did was just get people buying those boxes and they were getting up to $300 a box. Like people were going insane because those boxes were 300 bucks. Now, you know, so that was, that was before breakers had ruined the world. So, I mean, uh, (laughs) and I'm a proponent of proponent of breaking. If, if you've talked to me in the shop, many people have heard me say, I love the concept of breaking. I love breaking. I think it's a great part of the hobby. 
it just needs to be regulated more strictly. And so. Interesting. That's my, that's my, uh, my vent for how they could fix it. So for me, I would, uh, whatever product, whatever product releases they have out there, I think they should just cut them in half. I think there are too many products. Mm. Confusion in the market is bad for everybody. When you can't, when, when, um, when there's confusion about what, what is important, um, now imagine what's going to happen, you know, 50 years from now, it, it there's, it's crystal clear to everybody in the market, which Mickey Mantle card is the most sought after. Yeah. And with that clarity comes value. And so there are too many products out there. They're trying to please too many people cut down the product lines, lean into these products and keep refining them until you got it spot on. Because I mean, look, Tops is doing better now. It looks like they're they're pretty much on time. Uh, and part of part part of the announcement that Tops made was they're cutting out products like Opening Day. Um, they're cutting out uh, a, a handful gold, a, a gallery and gold label. Yeah. They're they're sunsetting these products. I think that that that's that needs to continue. Yeah, I think there are too many too many products out there. Um, you know, if you had, if you had less products, then I think (laughs) you wouldn't have this fatigue of too many SKUs. I think you could even expand the SKUs. There needs to be product out there for, for that most people can afford. Yeah. You know, uh, you know, I, for me, that sweet spot is for a hobby box is like, I don't know, 80 to 120 bucks for a hobby box here you know if you want to splurge bump it up to a hop to a jumbo box you know and then what they've done with top series one and they've sort of put the hits in the jumbo boxes because if you're going to invest a little bit more then you need to have need to have the opportunity to for those hits yeah but i don't like when pricing of a product is based off of the potential that you can pull so like Rookies and Stars football hobby boxes are $350 a box. Well, you're going to lose big money almost every time unless you hit one of the best cards in the product. Right. It's $350 a box because those best cards are in that product. Yep. But you're having to buy it at such a high ceiling because of the potential. I don't like that. I think if those boxes were 150 or 190 it's a little easier. And then you still have those big chasers in there. That's but I mean, and this is and another one, another personal sort of thing for me is there should be no reason why every card doesn't look as good as Stadium Club. There there should be no reason why this airbrushed BS stuff, the it's the cutouts and it's clear it was in a photo shoot. For goodness sake, they play 162 games. You can get a few photos. They play 80 games in basketball. Maybe, maybe in football, you have some, you, you may have to do some uh, photo shoot stuff. But for goodness sake, let's get great photography on these cards, guys. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. That's me. All right. Um, listener questions. Let's tackle some of these. I do want to hit one off the rip because they hit me up this afternoon. JP hit me up on Facebook uh, with a DM and he asked me, let me find it here for all you soccer guys out there. What would you buy right? I guess right now for a soccer hobby around 300. Sorry, that was, that was straight from JP. I'm throwing you under the bus. This was, this was copy paste. So um, for me, I told him, Find another hundred bucks <laughs> and buy a Prism hobby box, Prism World Cup hobby box. Uh, but the catch is that you can't you can't open it until twenty twenty six, or you'd have to sit on it until twenty twenty six. Because if you look at the pricing for World Cup Prism for twenty eighteen, those are selling for about three thousand uh, dollars. Twenty fourteen, those are way up there. There's like eight thousand dollars for those. 
Mm. So if if you want something solid that's going to re- have some return, I would I would do that. Um, for players, uh, for three hundred dollars, uh, there's plenty of great soccer that you could get for three hundred dollars. It's graded, you know. Go for the big names: Messi, Ronaldo. Maybe not Ronaldo. Ronaldo's down a little bit, but Messi. Um, uh, some of the big rookies like uh, Jude Bellingham, Gavi. These there's a lot of attention on them already. Um, you know what I would do if I were you. World Cup, low numbered, color, same mechanics as every other product. If you're looking to buy something <coughs> and hold it for a little bit to maximize your value, so. Uh, that is my take on that. We did have one comment or question um, out of all from Kevin. Out of all the players you mentioned, who do you think is going to be the biggest chaser? I'm assuming you're talk about you're talking about the Bowman draft product. Um, obviously, for me, it's going to be Brady for sure. But you got to think the guys like you mentioned, like Pete Rose and some of those guys. Yep, those, those are going to be definite chasers. Also, I mean, for me. A first Bowman, a Ted Williams, it doesn't get sweeter than that. I mean, that would be cool. Yeah. So, um, Josh, do we have time for one more question? Sure. Uh, la, 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 la. Here. What about uh, Smoky Sports Card says, will I break the baseball mixer tonight if it fills? Uh, if it fills... By the end of the podcast, yes. Otherwise, I'll be down here at the shop just waiting for it to fill. And <laughs> Let's fill that break. Come on. Let's keep Josh at the shop for as long as possible tonight. Uh, yeah, it's like it's not like I'm at the uh, the factory. You know, this isn't this isn't that hard. So first world problems. But yeah, if it if it fills before the end of the podcast, I will break it tonight. If not, if it fills at night after I go home, we'll break it during the day uh, tomorrow. I'm going I'm I'm to fill this break up. There's also a, bit, a football one we just posted today that's kind of cool uh, and not very expensive. So, Guys, there's one, two, three, four, five slots in this baseball break. Let's keep Josh at the shop and get that thing. That's the football one that he just posted. Yeah, that pro, set, that pro set box has 10 autos. One of them is a one of one. And then all the Donruss blasters. It's Donruss. It's low end, but there's downtowns, crunch times, and... I think production line inserts that we're chasing in those. So it's pretty, pretty cheap. That's the baseball mixer. Those are some really unusual products. Let me give a little plug. So these are little snapshot archives boxes. There's 11 cards uh, plus an autographed card in each one. So those are short and sweet. See, I wouldn't mind breaking those. Those are short and sweet. Uh, And then the Ben Baller box, we usually do one of these per year. This is the 2022 Ben Baller edition tops Chrome. So Five uh, spots. Hey, this is a good chance. This is a good time to to get that second code out. Oh yeah! All right. So if you want uh, another code for the break site, here it is: nine three eight B eight three nine thirty eight B as in boy eighty three. That spot. Let me let me take one more question, and this is a baseball one, <clears throat> and I think I have it here. Wander. I wonder if you'll take a chance on Wander. Yeah, for sure I would. Uh, I, I always remind people um, what, for one, are people scared of the injury bug? Is that the Wander hesitation, you think? No, I think the best thing that ever happened to him was the fact that J Rod exploded and everybody forgot about Wander. Yeah. So, yeah, price wise, for sure. I mean, uh, I always talk about how we couldn't hardly give Otani rookie cards away two years ago. You know, they were in our little $2 box at one point. I bought one of those out of your $2 box. Yeah. So, you know, sometimes they just have a little string of bad luck with injuries and then they get healthy and rock and roll. And it's just a thing of the past. So I'd still take a chance on Wander, but I'm the guy I'd still take a chance on Tatis. I think Tatis will be fine long-term, but Wander's a little safer probably. 
So my take on Wander is you don't go from being the top prospect in baseball for three years in a row and then forget how to play baseball. I think I think he's going to have a bounce-back season, um, and I expect big things from him. Now, whether or not the Rays can come out of the, the AL East is another thing, but they'll always contend. Um, and... You know, I think Wander is a, a great midterm, short midterm or long term hold. You know, mm-hmm. so all right, let's move on to card from the vault. Tee it up, Jacob. If you got that ready to go, card from the vault, Josh. You said it's a banger. It is. So, um, can I show? I'm going to show a little a little funny story behind this one. It's not as um, this isn't my card from the vault, but this was a card that arrived from Panini today. This was the replacement for a redemption card that the previous owner of Grand Slam, who is no longer with us, redeemed. So I would say maybe six years later, they finally what? sent a replacement for it. And Yerman Mercedes National Treasures Patch Auto yes. is what we got in place of it. So I thought that was funny. Um that long years of the making yeah this is this is a banger this one's on our ebay store um this is an sgc 9.5 with a 10 auto out of diamond icons shohei otani on card auto numbered to 10 so that's a beauty and that's uh down at the shop for sale buy it up guys he, that's that's another guy that's that's if he's healthy he'll always be in the MVP conversation because of what he does always so um, all right my uh, card from the vault is um, I actually traded for this at the card show it's the first card I've ever had of him and it's a rookie not a big card but it's a Michael Vick rookie card. Oh, cool. So um, say what you will about him and the off-the-field stuff. Um, Game changer. I mean, he was a- spectacular to watch. He made he made football fun to watch every time. It was like can't, can't miss television. So, And look at that. That break field. Just like that. Did it? It's like pixie dust. I don't know if they just wanted to fill the break or if they just wanted to keep you at the shop. They just didn't want me to go home today. Since I've been- <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. Um, all right. We are going to try to get through this in a timely manner because you sent 400 cards for Jacob to show on the screen. Maybe 10 or 11. But we are going to go to our new new section called hits from the shop. And so Jacob, you want to share that screen? This, these are customer polls from the shop. Am I going to be able to narrate on top of this? Uh, you think? Yes. Go Ooh. ahead and narrate. All right. So dual auto, a Mike Piazza, Pete Alonzo, every Mets fans dream dual auto <laughs> hit by a, hit by a customer. Number to five. Well, it is going to take a while if we do that with every card. This is cool because uh, it's a beautiful card, and it's really, it's a one of a one of one. Go to the next picture. I think it'll show that it's uh, next. There it is, Matt Manning, one of one auto. So a young a young customer pulled that. One of our younger customers. Uh, he was super excited. Oh, I can't even imagine being a kid and pulling a one of one. Uh, he had another one of one in this same slideshow. I'll, I'll tell you when he gets there. So there's a Caleb Williams first Bowman out of Bowman university, an auto. Sweet. Uh, yeah. That's a pretty nice card. Believe it or not. I believe, uh, going old school. This came out of a, either a blaster or a mega and illusions. Sean Kemp rain man. Yeah. That's pretty sweet. That is sweet. Um, so pro set pure is such a sweet product. So Johnny bench auto number to six, 
there'll be a few more of these. And I love stay here real quick. I love the fact this is un whoop, go back. Go back. I love the fact that they were mindful. They knew that they didn't have a license. Oh yeah. And it doesn't matter. No. You'll notice on these Leaf Pro set ones, a lot of the Leaf stuff, they're in their pro uniforms, but you can't see logos. It's oh, great I love it. I love it. So yep. thoughtful. Uh, this is uh, also out of Leaf Pure. Uh, that's Michael Irvin, number to 25. Autograph for the Cowboys. Uh, number to three, Barry Ooh. Sanders. Um, pulled by a customer. Going to Wade Boggs Auto, number to 15. Uh, let me, and let me chime in real quick. There's no, there's not, there, nobody has said anything about what happens to Panini products after they lose the licenses. Right. Could look like right. this. But they could look like this. And I think because that is a possibility, I think the value of these, um, th these will keep their value because of that possibility. Sure. It's a good little hot take. Uh, Damian Lillard. So you don't see a lot of his autos. At least I don't. This may be the first one I've seen pulled in the shop, but, uh, that's nice. Yeah. That's a pretty sweet card out of pro set again. Uh, mm. first pack out of a hobby box. First pack he opened out of his box, hit the downtown Justin Herbert. It's a big card. Yeah. Uh, so the young customer came in to show me that he pulled this card out of his tops hobby box and noticed on the back that it says one of one. That's a Will Clark. <laughs> one the of natural. One. Will so Clark. Then, then him and his dad bought that. I think that um, I want to say five-star box or whatever it was that had the other one of one, the Matt Manning. So my goodness, he was super stoked. So awesome. there's some um, hits from the shop. We'll, we try to do our best to take pictures when people pull stuff. Sometimes we uh, forget to, and, Sometimes we take a lot of pictures. And so we'll just highlight some of those each week. You can see what's getting pulled at the shop. Um, a customer told me today what their dad hit from one box of our shop. I gave him my number and I said, text me a picture. I'm not going to tell you what it is, but maybe it'll be on next week's episode. Nice. That's a great teaser. Well done. It's our well, secret. <laughs> well, what we want to do real quick before we wrap up with crazy stat of the week, obviously you have one. I do not because the dog ate my homework again. Trade night, March 25th. Need your help, guys, because this is this is morphing into something more than a trade night. And and we're kicking around some ideas for what we could call it. My idea combined trade night and card show, and I called it trade show. Michael didn't like that one. I didn't like it. It sounds like we're going to an industry thing, like what Jacob's at right now in D.C. Um, I wanted to call it card night. Crickets. Come on, Jacob. Where's our crickets? <laughs> I like it. No, card night. That's what card I think night. it was. Card night. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So help uh, us out, chat, or DM us what you think some possible names for this event on the 25th will be. Um, get me those answers quickly because I, I need to start promoting this thing. But I, I don't think this is going to need much promotion the way the last one went. But March 25th, uh, extended hours on this one, right? Yeah, so we're going to go. We're going to start a little earlier since we're going to treat it a little bit more like a card show. We're going to fill that gym up with tables instead of halfway so uh we want to give we'll probably charge like 20 bucks a table and so we want to give some more time with those tables so four o'clock to nine o'clock and if you want to linger around a little bit after usually we're there till nine or ten so um yeah uh george i think said that there's a show in hickory that day so hickory's far enough a drive that it, people might just say hey let's do grand slams at night we plenty of guys that'll do both um and so, yeah, we'll uh, we'll put out advertising stuff and start getting tables rounded up very soon. But that's the plan as of right now, March 25th. Fantastic. Josh, take us home with your crazy stat a week and then we'll. This is there. a this is a cool one. I didn't realize this one until I stumbled upon it. Um, so tell me this. How many stolen bases in a year do you think? Is pretty good. If you were an athlete and you stole X amount of bases, you'd say, I am an athlete. Don't 
Don't say if I was an athlete. Well, hot dog eating contests don't count. I am an athlete. Oh, you're good. Uh, let's see. Uh, stolen bases. Um, you end the season with this many stolen bases. You're like, I had a pretty good stolen base path. Well, obviously, I would hit 40 home runs, too. So I would say, like, they make a big deal about that. 40-40. It's like well, a magical thing. So I would a- say 40 is good for a power hitter. So a guy that was just a base stealer, I would say, um, you know, 65, 70 stolen bases would be a really good season. Okay. Um, Are guys stealing that many bases right now per year? I have no clue. I don't know who the leader, who, who had the, what was the, the leader who had the most stolen bases last year? Let me, let me ask my uh, assistant here. Let me ask who had the most stolen bases last year. Who had the most stolen bases last year? And I'll use Google. See which one. Uh, 41. Okay. See, John I, I, 30. No one's, no one's stealing 60 bases anymore. So I was thinking 30 to 40 stolen bases. Yeah, you had a pretty good year. I didn't say I had a stellar year. I said if you had a pretty good year, 30 to 40. I say all that to say if a player stole 50 bases a season mm. – for 28 straight years, Ricky Henderson would still have more stolen bases. That's insane to me. 28 years in a row stealing 50 bases, you are still behind Ricky Henderson for stolen bases. That, my friends, is a crazy stat. That is. 28 years. That's like two careers. <laughs> Stealing 50 bases every year. That's a lot of stolen bases. He was a problem. He was a problem. All right, Josh. That's it. Get us, get us out of here. Any, uh, any parting shots? I know we close out the break. Any parting shots for those that, guys that have hung out this long? And if you have hung out this long, thank you. Hit the like, subscribe, leave a review. Let us know how we're doing. We appreciate all of you. And I will be getting set up for this break right now. We'll go live in a few minutes. So if you're in that break, see you shortly. All right. Jer- Thanks, guys. Oh. We'll see ya. Bye. Bye.